with regard to um, diabetes when we were talking about uh, carbohydrates and simple carbohydrates. So I thought we could do a little bit of education on the influence of hormones, in particular insulin. So welcome along to our Tuesday call. It's lovely to be here with everybody. Um, we like to go over and cover all aspects when it comes to um, TL90, so whether that be nutrition, the exercise, the mindset piece, so that you have lots of different um, views and also information to work from. Uh, as I said last week, we, we ended up doing some question and answers, which was great, um, highlighted a couple of things, in particular uh, consumption of um, simple carbohydrates and how that affects our body. Um, one of the ways that it can affect our body over a prolonged period of time um, is through a lifestyle condition known as type 2 diabetes. And as we were talking about yesterday, you can even get um, indications before your body actually becomes insulin resistant. So you might go for your annual checkup with your family doctor and they'll do a blood, blood test, and they can highlight before it's even um, become a condition that needs to be treated. So you get warning signs, which is amazing. So one of the warning signs is to do with how insulin is being um, used in the body. So this all forms something, part of, forms something called the endocrine system, and there's various different parts to it but it's the powerful regulator of metabolic pathways that affect growth and development. Let me just let Jeffrey in here. Um, so insulin is a peptide hormone that's released by the beta cells of the pancreas. So predominantly when the blood concentrates after you've consumed carbohydrates and amino acids, then you'll find that your insulin levels are elevated. Um, because what insulin wants to do is to regulate the amount of sugar that's being sent around the body. Um, so other food sources, uh, other than simple carbohydrates, and even daily biorhythms can actually cause secretion of insulin. Um, because it aids in glucose uptake and metabolism, insulin is important to ensure, ensure our bodies utilize blood glucose for energy. Um, and that's something we've talked about before, which is ideally that's what our body wants to use uh, blood glucose for. Is it wants to have it wants to use it because it's this readily available form of sugar that's floating around in the bloodstream that we can use as immediate energy. But of course, what happens if we're over-consuming that? is that the body then is constantly sending out insulin to try and neutralize that as we're not using it for, for energy. Um, carbohydrates are stored as glycogen in the muscle cells and liver. Uh, body cells become highly permeable to glucose upon binding with insulin. So we've also got amino acids. Now we have some really good amino acids. We have essential and non-essential. Um, the essential ones we need to get through our diet. And guess what? TR90 is the perfect place to get those perfect amino acids that are needed for muscle building. So those are our essentials. Um, and then we have the non-essentials that we can actually store ourselves and we can make ourselves. 
but amino acids are transported into the cells of the body, especially liver cells, where they are immediately used to build proteins. So they are the building blocks of our muscles. Body cells become permeable to amino acid molecules upon binding with insulin. So, of course, we need insulin to enable us to be able to use those amino acids as building blocks. So we're beginning to see how important insulin is in our body. So fats are sent to the liver for processing, then stored in the liver or adipose tissue. So fat, again, is one of the favored sources of the body uh, for low to moderate, actually more low, intense activity. So just things like sleeping and sitting and even a slow walk our body likes to use fat as fuel.
your blood sugar. So we can also think about a hormone called leptin. There's two hormones I want to talk about. I want to talk about leptin and ghrelin. So leptin is a hormone primarily produced in fat cells. And leptin is a powerful regulator of hunger, um, also things like feeding patterns and metabolism. Now, increased levels of leptin will reduce your appetite. So similar to insulin, Reduced leptin production and leptin resistance has been linked to obesity in humans. Although increased levels of leptin aid in um, say, keeping you satiated, uh, obese individuals often register clinically elevated leptin levels, increasing resistance to hormones. This is similar to chronically elevated insulin, which again results in hormone resistance. Um, when a calorie restriction is achieved, leptin levels tend to decrease to prevent starvation. So when we get that reduction in calories, we actually start to affect how much leptin that we have. If a severe caloric deficit occur occurs, leptin can significantly drop, making hunger and cravings difficult to control. So it's not a good thing. A properly designed weight loss meal plan is recommended in order to adequately, adequately regulate leptin. So this is why with TR90, we're talking about those six meals a day because we don't want to affect this hormone in a negative way because it's a positive hormone. It can reduce the appetite. So with our control formula and with eating regularly, this is what we begin to balance, so the hormones of, of leptin and insulin, as we just mentioned. Diets high in simple sugars have been linked to leptin resistance and obesity. So again, trying to get those whole foods in so that we can help work positively with the, with the hormones. And then the final one that I wanted to talk about today is a hormone called ghrelin. Now, this can increase appetite. So ghrelin is a hormone produced mainly in the stomach. Increased levels of ghrelin result in hunger and increased food intake. Concentrations of ghrelin are elevated before a meal and reduced after eating. In simple terms, ghrelin signals the brain that the body is ready to eat. Considered the counterpart to leptin, ghrelin has been linked to obesity in humans. Higher protein meals have been shown more effectively to reduce ghrelin after a meal when compared to higher fat, higher carbohydrate meals. Similarly, adding soluble selenium and wheat fiber to meals has been shown to reduce ghrelin after eating. So again, it's another way that TR90 has been designed to positively, positively work with our hormones. So as we just said with ghrelin, if you're having your protein six times a day or at least three with those snacks in between, what you are effectively doing is that you're reducing that um, that response to that hormone. So you're feeling satiated all day. You shouldn't feel hungry at all on, uh, on TR90. 
And then when it talks about adding selenium or selenium husk and wheat fiber, that helps us with um, slowing down digestion in the, uh, in the intestine. So solid fiber absorbs water, forming a gel-like substance that slows the rate of ingestion or digestion and absorption. Um, combining soluble fiber with bulky soluble fiber from vegetables further suppresses ghrelin, resulting in that longer um, satiation, satiating between meals. So we can begin to see how, um, and this is really interesting, this is why I wanted to cover this today, how leading on from last week, we can positively affect um, changes that are going to last long after TM is finished. Um, because you're creating these healthier habits. So when it comes to maintenance, we still want to be thinking about, you know, when you're consuming your fruit, preferably between before two o'clock in the afternoon, so that we, although we're going to get that high GI spike, it means that by the time you go to bed, you will have burnt those sugars off. So they're not going to be stored as fat. You're going to be having your proteins throughout the day. Um, so that's going to help keeping you feel fuller for longer. It's also going to help with laying down those building blocks to build the muscle. And then finally, looking at how you can increase the amount of um, whole foods into your diet to positively impact insulin, so that insulin response, and also to slow down the digestion with fiber so that we can, uh, we can help positively impact that grail in that hormone as well. So I hope that was of interest. I know it was quite heavy today, but I just thought talking about those hormones, hormones after what we talked about last week would be really beneficial. So that is me done for this week, team. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it was a pleasure to Hello. be here. Please stay and, in after uh, the have phone. a fantastic week. To to and you. I will look forward to speaking to you all again next Tuesday. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. My pleasure. Thanks, Dorcas. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you, Nikki. Thanks for the follow-up. My pleasure. <laughs> anytime, Jeffrey, anytime. Okay. Take I'm care. Definitely re-listen to that on your Facebook page, right? Yes. Uh, well, hopefully it's recorded. I've had some terrible problems. If not, we can revisit this in a couple of weeks. So, uh, okay. Um, so I'll yes, do it again. again. Okay. Yeah, okay. Do some more because we need to hear it more than once. All right. I will do this one again. All right, guys. Thank you. Lovely to see you all. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Goodbye.